text for the sermon this day is taken from John 16, which was read earlier. Grace, peace, and mercy to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Just a quick note on that hymn we just sang, which is a Luther hymn that he wrote later in his life. It's a, that hymn, if you're looking for a really good devotion to meditate upon about the Lord's Prayer, that hymn is a wonderful resource for that. So, but anyways, I want you to imagine, imagine if you knew that today was the last day that you had on this earth, that you knew without a doubt that tomorrow you would not be here anymore. What would you do with today? I imagine there are many things that you'd put on your list. But the num- one of the biggest things I imagine that you would do is you would have con- heart-to-heart conversations with those whom you love. You would tell them, you would tell them about, you might, you'll make sure to tell them how you feel. But more, more, even more than that, you might give them words preparing them for a life without you. The readings that we have been reading through John 15 and 16 the last several weeks are those words of Jesus. These words are being pre- are said from Jesus to his apostles on the night of the Lord's Supper, the night before he is to be crucified. And so what he is telling is something of, are things of great importance. And see, we read it throughout the Easter season because the words are not only for the apostles, but they are also for us. They are words that are needed for those who live as Christians in the world. A couple weeks ago, we focused on the fact that Christians will indeed suffer. Jesus said, Greater love hath no one than this, 
that he laid down his life for his friends. He said that no servant is greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. He told them that the world would hate them on his account. And then he continued to tell, and then last week we focused on the gift of the Holy Spirit. That Jesus gave them the promise that though they will face persecution, they will receive a helper, or even a little bit better word, the comforter, the Holy Spirit, who would give them strength to stand against persecution. In today's reading, it is about the weapon that Jesus has given to all of us. The weapon of this, saying, he says, Truly, truly, I say to you, whatever you ask of the Father in my name, he will give it to you. That weapon is prayer. He has given you the ability, the opportunity, to call upon your heavenly Father in prayer. So for instance, as we've been experiencing all this rain and rivers are getting higher and higher and fields are getting more and more water in it and many of you would like to be out in the fields planting, you may lift up a prayer to God saying, make it stop and give us some sunshine and dry this up. You may pray that in the, in, the, in the name of Jesus to the Father. And the promise of Jesus is that the Father will hear and he will answer. Now the thing is though, Jesus also gave us a little tip in prayer. That whenever we're praying for earthly and material things, we pray, if it be your will. Bring an end to this. As I've mentioned before, that is not an easy prayer. That is acknowledging that God's will may not be what you want or what you like. But it is also a words of great faith, acknowledging that whatever God's will is, it is what is best. Because God the Father works for the best works for the good of all those whom he has chosen, all those who believe in him. And as Jesus says in this text, for the Father himself loves you. The disciples don't go and say, I'm not sure if he loves us. They know he does. And we who are in the Easter season definitely have seen what that is. That God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. That God showed his love for us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. The Father loves you. He hears your prayers. It's kind of like a parent when a... For any of you who had kids... Or maybe you are still a kid. Uh, 
You might, might think of those times when you're sitting with your parents and they keep asking you questions about your day. They just go, so how was school? And you just say, good. What was for lunch? Eh, it was something. Just quick, short answers. What your parents are doing, they don't really care what you eat unless you ate something really horrible. They don't really care about that. They're just wanting to hear you talk. They just want to listen to their children. Our Heavenly Father wants to listen to you. He wants to listen to you because you are His children. Prayer is not just a gift, it is also a command. We are commanded to pray to God because we are His children. To not pray to God is like a child not speaking to their father or mother. I know that does happen sometimes. But usually that only happens when you're angry and you don't like, you're not very, you don't consider them very apparently at the moment. We call call to the Father because He is our Father. And He desires to hear our prayers. And like I said, he hears them. He answers them. There's a couple verses that, were, that I read that were not written in your bulletin insert. And sometimes I don't know why um, our lectionary people decide to end our verses where they do. There's a lot of pl- places where they should really end it a few verses later. And this is one of those cases. But this is what Jesus says. He says, in, this, in the world, you will have tribulation. When you read in Revelation 7 about the people coming out of the great tribulation, that is not, the great tribulation is not some future reality. It is the world that we live in. Not only in a world where there is flooding, but in a world where there's also places that have drought. California is still in incredible levels of drought. There are people in this world that would be begging to have any of the rain that we have. There are people in the world that have no food, that are starving. There are many of you who the tribulation is not worrying about the rain, but it's worrying about the, what, wages, what rages on in your very own body. Sickness, weakness, injuries, whatever it might be. Praying that God would relieve you. That is the tribulation of this world. The tribulation that came about because of sin. Jesus, but here Jesus saying, is saying, in the world you will have tribulation. But take heart. I have overcome the world. Jesus is telling this to the disciples before he is crucified. But this is one of those things that they will make perfect sense of it in a few days. That when he is crucified and then he is risen from the dead, they will see very visibly what it means that he has overcome the world. The name in which we pray is Jesus who has overcome the world who defeated sin, death, and the devil. 
So when we pray to our Heavenly Father in the name of Jesus, saying, Thy will be done, we pray it knowing that the will of God is great and the will of God is better than ours and the one who could even overcome death itself is the one hearing our prayer. Now specifically, Jesus is telling his disciples this because of the persecution they'll come on account of being a Christian. To be a confessing, believing Christian in this world means you are going to be hated. Means that the world will not be very happy with you. And all you have to do is look at the media, look at what is said on a lot of the internet forums, if you're ever on those, or Facebook, and you can hear and see the way the world views Christians. In the time of, after the days of Pentecost, it meant literal physical death. Philip and James, who we commemorate today, both died because they were Christians. There are literally thousands and thousands of people around the world dying every single year because they are Christian. On average, 11 people die every hour somewhere in the world because they are a Christian. Persecution is still real. So when Jesus says, whatever you ask... And you're in the, of the Father, in my name, he will give it to you. He's specifically telling his disciples that when you pray for faith, when you pray for strength to endure the tribulation, the Father will give it every single time. So when the world makes it harder to be a Christian, because it is making it harder and harder. Lift up prayer to God that He would give you strength and faith to endure. And He will. And again, Jesus' words take heart. I have overcome the world. May those be the words of comfort when you lift up words of prayer to our Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, amen. The grace, peace, and mercy of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, keeping the one true faith to life everlasting. Amen. Please stand. Amen.